Hello, hello. On today's episode of Stories, we got the homie Jeff Maker. Does lights for all time low. I think he's actually on the road right now. I don't know. I got to check the dates. And he was also Gaslight Anthem's only lighting guy ever, which I think is awesome. He's a great dude. And yeah, this is just a good one. So uh, enjoy it. Jeff Maker, Stories. Peace. Hello. Oh, look at you with the green screen. <laughs> uh, uh, the magic is gone. The literal green screen. It's literally green. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, how are you, man? Good. How are you, bud? I'm good, man. Just, you know, doing the thing, man. Just, you know, one day at a time, you know? It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So you're in Michigan now. What the fuck? When did that happen? Tell me. Uh, it was just like... Um, at the end of September. Oh wow! Okay. So it's 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 kind of like uh, she's from uh, my girlfriend Morgan is from here. So mm-hmm. um, it was just like a natural thing. Her sister was pregnant, and she just actually gave birth. So we uh, kind of wanted to stay by, but mm-hmm. not like really close by anybody. So we just kind of posted up in a spot that's kind of away from everybody. Oh wow, dude, man! And mm-hmm. so, did, dude, yeah, that your apartment in Boston must have must have been like. <laughs> just the uh, the market was like wait what this apartment's available okay shit <laughs> well they kept on jacking up the price there so we uh we decided to just you know just to get out of there mm-hmm. it just didn't make any sense especially during the pandemic you yeah. know with everybody coming back you know uh oh, there we go there's something oh what's that Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's lighting is that your lighting that that's got that's of course your lighting. Yeah. which tour yeah. is that that was an all-time low uh, tour in the UK. I just that's my one of my favorite designs that I was able to do with them. So I always just kind of keep it handy in my folder. Dude, that's oh, so you had like yeah. you had it coming from the ceiling. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I think yeah, the actually video, you're the are... first LD I've had on the, I've had on this. I think I oh, think awesome. Yeah, I think you're it. You're the first LD we've had. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Hopefully people care. I don't know if anybody's going to care. They're going to fucking see care. You, they're they're going to be like, good oh, to see wait. you. Yeah, it's good to see you too. Of course, man. But like, dude, yeah, like that's crazy, man. Holy shit. Yeah, these uh, these were four different video diamonds here, and they would go. We'd have them go up and down, and do like all sorts of shit during the during the show, which was that's one of my favorite things. So I always keep it close because it just makes me feel good when I get to see it. Yeah, man. I mean, and dude, yeah. as you as you should. It's like the same as like when I look at old like merch designs and like merch lines. I'm like, oh yeah, like I I pushed for this to happen. <laughs> I fought for this shirt to be sold, and it was the bestseller. Great, <laughs> dude. So, how did you get your start tour? I mean, well, I know, but tell for people that don't know, how did you get your start touring? Because you know, with touring, it's you know, an LD is kind of like the last piece to the puzzle. You know, would you agree yeah. to that? To where, like, when a band gets to a certain level, it's like, all right, we gotta have an LD come in and make it look awesome. So, what do you, what, yeah, what's so, tell me that story. Uh, well, how I got started was by accident. I started working at uh, the Paradise Rock Club in Boston um, as a barback uh, in the front lounge. I uh, just started <laughs> some extra money while I was going to school uh, at Emerson College. And um, I dabbled in lighting kind of for some local bands in Connecticut for a while before I moved to Boston to go to school. Um, and then when I was barbacking, the LD at the venue was like, hey, I heard you do some lighting. I'm like, uh, I've kind of done this. <laughs> you know, at some shows, you know, for some friends, but that's the the extent of it. And it was fucking fun, uh, and I'm like, that's 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 it. He's like, well, let's train you. Let's let's get you behind a console, and then uh, they kind of just phased me out of bar backing, and then uh, became like a backup LD there. And then I uh, got they moved me over to a different club uh, called Axis, uh, mm-hmm. which is on which was on Lansdowne Street, where the House of Blues Boston is now. Yep. Um, and so I moved over there to be that main LD over there, and um, from Axis. I worked with uh, uh, two guys who I got my first tour with, Dave uh, Hughes and Dave McNamara. Uh, they were front of house and monitors. They'd swap, you know, to 
you know, which whoever wanted to do what for any show. Um, but uh, the first whoever did was with those two guys with the Dresden dolls because Dresden dolls had them on. And then when they were able to bring an LD after they, they opened up for nine inch nails and they're like, okay, now we can have, you know, some, maybe some extra crew. So they brought me on luckily. So that was my first tour ever. With and it nine was in inch Europe. nails. That was your first tour. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. I wish I was like, they brought me on after. Oh, the nine gotcha, inch nails gotcha, tour because gotcha. I, yeah, yeah. I was so jealous. I was just like, but it was just really cool to be, you know, I'm like, Oh, you toured nine inch nails. This is fucking great. And it was just, just the stories and just how, uh, how cool everything was just to be over there. It blew my mind. And it was just, uh, it was one hell of a way to get started in touring. And luckily I was on tour with two really good friends of mine who helped me actually, you know, come up, you know, in the local business in Boston. And so they were there to, I always say the term house break me on the road because, <laughs> you know, I needed it because I didn't know what the hell, you know, was etiquette or proper or what I should look out for or how to look out for myself, you know, just simple things that we all kind of now it's like almost second nature, but you know, everyone goes through the first tour, you know, but that was yeah. that was one way to jump in uh head first. Damn. It was dude. awesome. It was that's... so fun. It was so fun. Oh so man. Fun. So I, I can't believe your first tour is Europe. Like that's crazy. Like yeah. that's I know. I, oh. I was just like, let's okay, let's just let's go. Let's I've never been. Uh and I've never toured. Uh I've done lighting, so let's see. And it was like a festival. It was it was gorgeous in France, and it was just I was like, if this is what touring is, I think, uh, I think I'd like to keep on doing this, you know? Yeah, I think I could do <laughs> this. This would be awesome. I <laughs> think this could work. But, like, I mean, the power yeah. over there is differently, is different. You have to get mm -hmm. all, like, the different, like, transformers and shit. Like, people don't yeah. realize that. When you go to Europe, you have to get these little boxes that are transformers that are, yeah. they're about this big. They're so small, but they are the heaviest things ever. They are so heavy. And oh, God, yeah. Yeah, they, it's your toes are, are are in the line of fire every load in load out. Yes, exactly. And change over. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you know, yeah, it's like that's the thing. It's like, and when 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 production and and lighting comes into the mix, that's a whole different beast because you motherfuckers need a lot of room in the truck and a lot of room in the trailer. <laughs> like, and yo, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I mean. It's yeah, it's wild, and the the way that like it just it it just somehow seems to work all the time is like crazy because I've known some. I mean, and you know, LDs are I think LDs are similar to merch guys where we're all kind of like goofs and we're just weird people <laughs> in our own ways. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I I I I feel like I gravitate towards merch. Yeah, folks, I mean, you, you know, and Vinny are like, I, like some friends, of the I know, you know it's, fuck. It's, I, it, you're, but you're totally right. There's something about those particular, I think, uh, jobs that attract a certain personality, maybe, or yeah. a certain kind of person that kind of, I don't know, that just seems to work. And, uh, you know, I've found a lot of my, my favorite people and some of my best friends are, you know, in the business through you know just through all, all that so um, yeah i agree yeah. man like i've definitely like yeah same thing i mean and dude we've run into each other we've actually toured together uh, a couple yeah. times like on a couple tours but also yeah. we've ran into each other so many times in europe and i talked to Vinny about this too and it's just yeah. fucking hilarious like it's like oh we're at a festival oh who's playing today oh oh shit all time lows here all right cool oh all time lows <laughs> here again oh okay it's we're gonna be with them for like a week like this is dope <laughs> It's it's like summer camp, um, and it's you know I never really got to experience warp tour because mm -hmm. there's no need for you know my kind the lighting <laughs> folks you know, um, but uh, that is as close as I think uh, you know I, I've gotten to it when it comes to like you have you're on the road in Europe doing all those festivals you know like maybe two weeks with some of the crew that you've missed you know with other artists that are coming through and like catering is just a whole other world you're like oh what's going on you're like oh my god you're here what's your bus call let's go hang out and it's just the camaraderie and it's just it's family it's like a surprise visit from family yeah and know, the bus calls always late that's the beauty the yes. bus call festivals yeah. are always late yeah. because the load-ins mm -hmm. are usually unless you're headlining I mean, well actually yeah. would you, yeah i mean i guess we've we've gotten stuck with that a few times to where it's like oh shit we gotta be there like 7 a.m shit fuck <laughs> yeah unless like there's a headliner that's like okay we got pyro at this time and if you want to go you better go now or you're going to be parked up until the pyro exactly. uh, unless you get the clear the, the all clear from you know yeah the when there's pyro involved it's, that's a whole other beast that uh, yeah that's yeah. Like, that's a whole other animal um but so yeah. from the dresden dolls what what was next for you after that after the dresden dolls um i toured with 
another regional band. Um, I don't mention their name. Uh, they still owe me money. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's fine. We don't have to mention them. That's cool. No, no mention of them. Yeah. No mention of the bad shit. No. <laughs> No, no. Um, but after that, um, my first, uh, uh, my, the next tour after that was with the Click Five. What? Uh, and that was in Southeast Asia. And that was uh, another whole, yeah, that was awesome. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, yeah. that's amazing. So, but, I, but I did tour with the Dresden Dolls like for about two to three years. So I was able to, you know, like, mm-hmm. You know, go through the U.S. tours. Um, you know, we did Australia, you know, Europe. So I got you know the the motion going and got the got the idea and the gist of everything at that point before I did go to Southeast Asia mm-hmm. um, with the Click Five. But that was also another you know first for me. So it was all <laughs> I was just like a looking up at everything, just bright eyed. I didn't blink once. You know, just everything yep. was amazing. <laughs> you know, I, we ate uh, rattlesnake soup over there, and that was just like okay, it's it's fishy chicken. But it was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. crazy. Oh my. Yeah. And that's all in your first like five years of touring. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I feel very lucky yeah. to have just those opportunities that just happened to, to work out. Um, and uh, the front of house engineer, and I mean, this is all, this is all through, you know, uh, coworkers of mine in Boston too. So it's not just like happenstance or, or circumstance like that but it's it's just uh when i was working with him he just happened to recommend me and it's just a lot of the a lot of the times it's like well no one really knows who to hire sometimes and it's all you know as you know recommendations and i mean that's how i got my first two tours really i mean it was recommendations by the the uh door person at the paradise you know who was the dresden dolls tour manager wow. who got a recommendation for me and then it happened to be the front of house guy who got me the click five you know gig so it's just really like grateful to those who you know, help help me get somewhere and and it's just fun like being in all these weird places and just you feel at least safe because you're with people you trust and know who help get you in the business you're like okay well they've done this before it's like i feel i feel a little safer about you know, going about this. Well, I mean, that says a lot about you too, is that you had people backing you to do something that was so crazy. Like, uh, this guy's never been to Europe, but he's going to be good. Yeah. We, we trust him like that. Mm. That just, that just speaks to the nature of Jeff maker in on the oh, whole, man. I think. And like, I mean, I think anybody that knows you, I mean, yeah, anybody that knows you is not going to disagree with that. It's like, Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> like, yeah, Jeff could do um, that. Well, yeah. I appreciate you saying that. Um, all right, so let's get back in the quantum tunnel and talk about the good times. Uh, so yeah. how did you start with all time low? When, what, that how is that another, happen? uh, kind of like, uh, ironic, uh, meeting where, um, I went to, um, there was like a seminar at the paradise lounge and I was like, I was saying I was work, working there. Um, but at the time now an LD and I was, they were going to like, it's like, okay, you show up to this, take a, a music survey. You'll, we'll give you a hundred bucks. So it was like a, some kind of maybe clear channel was doing like a survey for the radio. I don't really remember, mm-hmm. but they like, you know, they were hosting it there and it was like a, so you showed up and then I met some, some guys there um, who wanted to get into the business. And I was looking for people to uh, train in lighting so I could continue touring with the Dresden dolls at that time. So mm-hmm. I could still have the gig at home when I returned. And then they, you know, we could swap on and off uh, with, you know, lighting gigs so I can kind of work them into the schedule when I am home. So I'm not just, you know, monopolizing it, but also when I'm away, they just get all the gigs, you know, so they can kind of keep, the venues going. Um, when those two guys left, they went to New York to go to school uh, for music business. While they were doing that, Ben uh, started doing lights for all time low. Ben was one of the guys I trained as a guy to, to run lights at Access when I was touring with the Dresden Dolls. Ah. So he kept on telling me, he's like, Jeff, you got to get involved with this band all time low. I was like, I don't think I can do it anymore at my classes. I forget what the reason was for him, but he's just, I, I think maybe he was done touring. I, I'm not really sure, but we're still friends to this day. But through him is another way I was able to kind of make a connection to, to keep touring. And I've been with all time low for 11 years at this point. Yeah, man, you've been with them. Yeah. Like you, you've been with them since like the beginning, like they, like, yeah, like well, not, not the could, very beginning. I, I, they they were around like I think maybe uh, five six years before that. Well, I, you know, I toured with before. them. I met those guys on Warp Tour in two thousand six because I remember Paul from Silverstein was trying to manage them, and he was like, "There's this new band. They're like, you got to watch them. Like they're on. They did. They just got on the tour." And I'm like, "Who? Like what?" And we went to watch them one day, and I was like, "Oh damn!" I was like, "I mean." 
these are good ass songs like but you know obviously i couldn't see the future but i was like yeah they're they're, they're good like yeah I, i back this band and then you know obviously like they went on to fucking do like crazy great things but i mean yeah it was crazy just like the that my my boy paul had the foresight to be like uh I want to manage them even though I don't know how to manage bands. I'm not, not that I don't know how to manage bands, but like I'm starting and like I can see something with these guys and like, and yeah, man, this was like 2006 on Warp Tour. It was crazy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you were that you were you know around to see all of that. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. Just like that 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 chapter in you know of of Warp Tour, I just never. I, all through the stories, I feel like I, I get to experience it through like, you know, things I hear from, you know, everyone who got to experience. So it's always nice putting extra pieces in and filling in the gaps of like, oh, dang, Danny toured with them, like, you know, mm-hmm. way back when and all that. That's yeah, awesome, man. Yeah. And like, yeah, they were always like cool as fuck. They were always like that, like always good guys, man. Like from Vinny yeah. to, the, to the whole band, like they were like just always fucking cool as shit. It was. Yeah. They, they're, they're awesome to work, work with, with work for um just really good friends of mine now i mean it was just like you know i was at alex's wedding i was the just of the piece for him and it's just like <laughs> we're it's just a family yeah <laughs> we're we're like a a family you know uh you know at this point it really feels that way yeah i mean that's and that's how it is man like wait you were justice of the peace that's insane <laughs> how'd that happen yes i uh I, uh well he asked me um it would be kind of pulled us aside it was actually in new york it was pure one of the peers not one the new those, one on the roof one of those water it was like shows. an actual pure <laughs> yeah one of those water peers in new york off yeah the pier. One of those um, sh- summer shows <laughs> there he kind of yeah 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 but it was gorgeous um and um i remember marnie the little dog uh, she came out so she was making like a little meet and greet you know because she's famous r.i.p mm-hmm. uh, a little pop uh, that came to visit and then i remember Vinny came to visit and then like it felt like not a lot of people were there and then uh Alex was like, all right, guys, uh, I have to have a ch- talk with a few people. And so they kind of pulled like myself, Vinny aside and um, the other all-time low boys. And I was like, oh God, what's, what's happening? Am I fired? What's going on here? <laughs> and it was just kind of like Alex just basically asking everybody's like, would you, you know, be my groomsman? And then he asked me to, if I could, you know, do, do the wedding as uh, just of the piece. So I got the certification for it. And um and that was that. I mean, I was like, oh, I've never done it before. Are you sure? I don't want to ruin a wedding. I, I mean, <laughs> like, can you tell me what to say at least? I'm not, it's your biggest day. I don't want to mess yeah. it up. So, but um, they helped me write, you know, a good portion of it. So I was like, thank God, you know, that I, I don't mind saying, saying it. I just don't want to screw it up. So I was, I was nervous as, as anything. So like, I was like, my like one knee was shaking at the rehearsal and everything. I'm like, do I have to read all this right now? Cause I was going to practice in the hotel. <laughs> like I thought I had another one. I thought I had one more practice before the out loud in front of everybody. No. All right. So it kind of was just like one knee. I'm like, okay, we're going to move on yeah, now to the like, next one. But oh, the next day I man. feel like I did better. Cause I, I had a little more confidence, but it was, I was very nervous about that. Hey guys, here at Stories, we support family-owned small businesses. With that said, we want to promote our friends over at Purgatory Roasters in Middletown, Connecticut, and they want to give you a discount on their amazing coffee. Use the code STORIES for 15% off your purchase at purgatoryroasters.com. They are open for in-person service as well at their facility in Middletown, Connecticut. It's in the Factory Square building. So if you're on the East Coast, check that out. Also, they're all about punk rock and skateboarding and and I'm all about both those things, and I love their coffee. It is amazing. Check it out. Get the discount. 15% off stories. PurgatoryRoasters.com. Oh, dude. And but that's the thing. It's like, I but it was, a, it was a beautiful day. I couldn't imagine you being nervous about that because I know you, and I know you have confidence for days. And it's like, to me, I'm like, wait, what? Well, you were I, nervous I, about I, that? That's crazy. <laughs> Well, it's someone else's big day. I think I think it was more along the lines of I feel the responsibility to not mess it up because it's so, so important to somebody else. So I feel like if it was me just speaking in front of people for the hell of it, like, oh, you know, whatever. If they like it, cool. If not, yeah, but it's whatever. It was, it was I, felt, Alex, I felt a little more pressure on that. one. Yes, because it was Alex's wedding yeah. day, and mm. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember like me, but uh, it was it was yeah. awesome. It was so awesome, dude. That's fucking great. Where uh, that was, that, yeah, that was that was a few years. I remember seeing like the posts about it, and like that looked like a fucking mm-hmm. blast. Like it looked like a great. Yeah, yeah. Time. It was it was it was so gorgeous. It was um, yeah. 
I don't want to get too into their personal uh, yeah, details yeah. about it, but it was just, it was, it, it was, it was so well, you know, done. It was just gorgeous. And um, I was just happy to be a part of it. You know, I still would have, you know, loved to sat and watched everything. Cause it's, I just love being a spectator, um, you know, for, you know, big events, you know, but being up there was uh, and helping it, you know, was, was nice. Yeah. That's, that's, that's always, that's always like a, a different level of like, like, cause I had a uh, Alex from Gaslight and Forgivers. Uh, he he before his wedding. It was like it was like way before his wedding. It was like eight months before his wedding. Uh, one day he like hit me up and was like, it was after the it was like right after the hiatus happened in 2015, and he was like, hey, uh, do you want to meet me at this bar for like you know like lunch like on me my treat? I was like, yeah, sure, but like what the fuck like on me my like you know it's like you you know you you don't say that like you know ahead of time like my tree like whatever right so i get there and like his his childhood friend was there too and like i had never met him so we're like kind of like all shooting the shit and like uh nathan like you know shout out to nathan what a guy and nathan goes to the bathroom and alex is like hey man like i brought you both here because i want to ask you to like be in my wedding party and i was like oh what like oh sick like yeah like wh- what do i have to do like do i just have to say yes and he's like yeah that's that's pretty much all you have to do is say yes and i was like oh okay yeah I- i'm down and then it was like that was it and then it was just like you know being in a wedding party you just like basically all you got to do is like show up if you're not the best man or the maid of honor or you know the justice of the peace like you were like all you got to do is show up early and then just look good i mean look as 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 good as you can look i think and then yeah that's it that that's all that that's all that's involved like yeah i think but it was yeah it was great man it was and and like dude i'll never forget that that's like something i'm gonna like think about forever because that was so cool you know exactly yeah absolutely yeah i feel the same way for sure yeah like that was like yeah it's cool. But anyway, what was your first yeah. tour with All Time Low? It was a MTV uh, tour that was at a few amusement parks. I think it was about a, a week-long tour or uh-huh. maybe a week and a half. I don't know if it was an MTV. It was an MTV slash uh, amusement park, you know, tour where they, mm-hmm. like, you know, use the stages there. Um, yeah, that was that. And uh, it, was a, it was a quick one. Um, I wasn't sure if they'd bring me back because I thought I was basically filling in um at the time um and then they uh called me back and were like well would you want to become our our guy and i was like as long as i'm not stepping on anybody else's toes here uh let's make sure that's you know the priority but um if the if the spot is open and it's uh if you want to bring me back you know i i loved i would love to and it's just kind of they've kept me on ever since yeah and then you yeah they never got rid of you you were you were there the whole time (laughs) I mean, no, but no. you kind of like broke off and did other stuff because like, I mean, like, again, for people that are listening and don't know, like for a crew person, I've said this before, we got to find work in between when these motherfuckers are creating their next albums and they're working. It's like, that's just oh, reality yeah. like that. And that's not a, sl- that's not, that's not like a slag at anybody. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying like, fuck you for creating a new album. It's just like, well, no, you know, that's, <laughs> no, that's just that's how it is. Happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got, yeah. You got to find stuff in between, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when they, when they're doing their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, well, that's the thing. It's like, they, you know, they have such a, they have such a grace period of like downtime to where they can record and like hang out with what they had, like, you know, the, the family and like do all that shit. Whereas like the crew members, like, you know, unless you're on retainer, which is, uh, that's not really like, that's not, that, that's, 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 that's a, that's nice. a dream. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, but, that, that is, that is a nice thing to have, but that's not have. a reality and that's not a reality for anybody because, and that's not, and that's not a, that's again, that's not like a slight at any bands, but it's like, it's one of those things like most bands, 99% of bands cannot afford to do that because they have to pay for their own shit. Yeah. So you can't put of a course, fucking merch yeah. guy or a guitar. You can't put them on retainer if you can't afford them. Like it makes no sense. Right. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, like can't expect that. Um, you know, in some circumstances, you know, yeah, if it can, if it can be done, I mean, obviously uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, all the circumstances, you know, it's just not feasible. And you got, I mean, 
as professionals, we know that, and you know, you don't take it personally, you know, you're like, okay, if it, if it happens, awesome. And if yeah. you work it out in a deal, amazing, yeah. but you know, it's, it's, you're right. It's, it's not, uh, uh, typical. Yes, definitely or, not. Yeah. And, and that's why we have to find other jobs in between those tours. And mm-hmm. that's how you mm-hmm. kind of got into the gaslight world because mm-hmm. was it you that brought that brought Joe out or who, how did, how did Joe Amato get into the all time low world? Because I remember like hearing about that and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> wait, really? You're going out with them? Hold on. Whoa. How, how'd that happen? I, um, I think it was our monitor engineer. Uh, I think Dan mm. Nikleski, Dan Nikleski. I'm oh. not a hundred percent sure. Mm, no, but um, I th- you're probably, you're probably right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, Cause yeah. yeah, that's the, I remember that, but um, I love Joe. Like I, I miss that guy. What a guy, oh my god! Like what a fucking legend, yeah. dude. Oh my well, it, god! Like the the nicest, like chillest dude. Like I remember just like on the Gaslight Anthem tour in Europe, uh, we had like a day off, and uh, he was just like, "Make you feel like going to a museum?" I'm like I, I'd, I'd fucking love to go to a museum. Let's do it. <laughs> and we just went to a museum. I'm like, that was great. I mean, I was just like, I would have done that alone. And I'm like, okay, it'd be cool. But I wasn't sure. I was still getting to know everybody on the crew. I wasn't exactly sure if people were like into like, you know, going, you know, sightseeing and, you know, spots that we've been, maybe been to a million times, but you kind of look for new spots to go to if you have the time to do so or the drive to. And, you know, the museum's not a great, I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Joe, front of house team. Okay, this is great. <laughs> that's what we did. But um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's such a great guy. Yeah, he's great. Because like, well, that European yeah. tour he did with you guys was like, well, that was like a while, right? That was like six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a long one. Yeah. And like you yep. started in like Finland, which is like, I mean, I love Finland. Like I'm not trying to yeah, slag Finland was... here, but like Finland is far away. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the light situation oh, yeah. is a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It, the lights never went out. Up oh, there my God. You were, we were, you we were, were there, there in January. You were there in January. So, the light, so it would have been dark the whole day. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, we went, it was 3 a.m. It was 3 a.m. It was still, it looked like it was like 5 p.m. And we went out on a boat, like after the show, because it was headlined by, it was headlined by Lincoln Park uh, with direct support. I believe it was 30 seconds to Mars. And, um, I remember we were just kind of like the, like the backstage was kind of like, kind of like lockdown. Cause it was like, you know, how, how it gets like course, okay, the artist yeah. stage. We don't want to have any delays, you know, all that. So of we're course. like, all right, cool. We're going to, we're going to make sure we're out of the way. So we're like, let's take this dinghy out. So we, we had a couple of boats that were for rent, like from people that were like locals that were down by like the water area. And they're like, yeah, we're, we take people out. So they had a cooler full of beer in each boat. We took out two like wooden boats, just like at three o'clock in the morning, but it was like still bright out. We were just out there. I'm like, this is another fucking great experience. I'm like, this is, I never thought this would happen, but this is cool. But that, but that was like, I believe that was that tour with, with Joe. I think I have to look back at photos, but yeah, so. I would, I, I, that, that, that sounds about right. But I mean, like also like, yeah, like when when you're there in that time of year, it's like in the summer, like oh my god, it's fucking yeah. like it's amazing. Like the, the yeah. all the hotels have like the blackout things that come down, yeah. like that are like okay, yeah, we know it's you know two a.m. and you have to sleep and it's bright yeah. out, but just black out your windows. It's okay. Yeah, you do the do the closet hanger if they have the, the yes one, just in yes case the curtains don't close all the way the yeah. closet ha- yeah there's so many mm. there's so many tricks and trades to making your room completely black oh, if yeah. you need to. ice cold and dark on a day off just so you can just yes. relax just, yes oh just god yeah. yeah and that and the, the my recommendation is definitely taking the hanger out of the closet and just clipping yep. the window that's that's mm-hmm. my my ultimate like professional non-professional uh opinion on <laughs> how to do that <laughs> yeah but yeah that 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 tour well because who else was on that tour with you guys because that was like that had to be that had to be the beginning oh, of remember. 2014 because we gaslight was off and that's why joe mm. was able to do that tour with you guys so, right yeah, I mean, um sure. i i apologize i am drawing a blank yeah it's on, on who else was on that one yeah it was uh, yeah yeah it was a long time ago it was like it was, it was a while ago, ago. yeah six yeah. years ago memories Holy are shit. fading yeah i know memories are yeah wait what oh I'll be, shit <laughs> i'll be lucky if i remember how to do what i do when we come back you know from everything it's oh like my God. it's been so long it's been even, a live show yeah i don't I doubt know myself I, like is this I, how it works it still works right? dude i don't know if i could ever sell merch again i don't know if i have <laughs> i think I, it's like i don't think it's like riding on riding a bike like i think my brain is like transformed and like 
I'm like, what Excel sheets? What's this ad venue <laughs> thing? Like, what, what, what do I do here? I don't, I don't know. But anyway, that like how are that, our brains going to handle yeah, it? I don't know. I, 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 we'll, 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 we'll adapt. I'm sure. But that tour led to the tour that we did together in that fall, which was insane because of the yeah. circumstances. And there was, yes. oh my God, we're not going to mention names, <clears throat> but uh, yeah. So basically like Gaslight Anthem release, Get Hurt. And we had a, pre- mm-hmm. we had a, we had a pretty moderate lighting setup, right? What would, what would, what would you think about that? Like it was pretty pretty mellow yeah yeah the one the the last one i did with you the yeah the fall of 2014 yeah it was um i remember it was it was towers yeah it was a few towers on stage um and we basically just loaded them up with a bunch of fixtures and um we kind of had them on a on an angle like kind of a you know like a v angle um Mm. kind of matched uh the same floor package um in europe so i think we kind of tried to carry over some similar look um to you know between the tours um, but yeah, they, I mean, it was moderate. We could shrink it, but it, it was for the venue size we were doing. I thought it was, I thought it was appropriate. Also, yes, it was appropriate, but also like gaslight fans weren't used to lighting at that point. They were not used to like having, cause <laughs> gaslight was such a, they're, they're minimalists and you know, mm-hmm. they, they always have been. So like, you know, I think you were their first, you might've been their first lighting guy, I think. I have to oh, say, really? like, yeah, I think, I think you, you, oh. wait, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you were because like we would use the the venue, the venue, uh, staff before that. So, I mean, that rings a bell, but I don't remember a hundred percent that conversation being like the uh, official, like, oh, you are very first. Oh, no, I, it, it was like, probably, it, it was probably in passing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it um, wasn't a conversation. It wasn't like, uh, oh shit. What the fuck? But I, I think Gaslight fans in general weren't used to lighting, so like they'd come up to me after the show and they'd be like, "Oh my god, it was so bright! What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Well, that's a lighting. That's yeah. that's the next step. Like, yeah, the songs are great, but like also like, you know, like yeah, there's got to be some theatrics here to like make it worth your while, like for the price you paid for your ticket. Like, yeah, and those those moments." You know, I try to adapt to, I mean, if, mm-hmm. if it's too much, you know, I try not, I mean, especially there's the stage, um, you know, the stage heights, obviously, you know, with the floor package itself, you know, and there's only so much we, we can lift lights up. And if the eye level is at a certain high, it's, it's, these venues were, you know, up and down, up and down. So there were some circumstances where I did have to bring down some of the intensity as, as best I could, mm-hmm. but I definitely remember, you know, that being a thing. So I definitely, uh, I tried to adapt as I went along on that tour, um, with the stage heights and with how bright it was and just kind of feeling out their audience, you know, versus, you know, how I heard it, you know, before I toured with them. Cause obviously I had my own ideas and then their ideas, you know, mm-hmm. um, but putting that to a live audience and then taking their reaction, I got to take that into account, obviously, because they paid their you know money to, yeah, of course. Know, to be there, but also the band wants a specific thing too. So we want to make sure, obviously they're paying for the gear. We want to make sure that they're getting what they paid for visually. Yeah. Um, you know, and with that, we want the perfect harmony between the audience. And sometimes that doesn't balance out, but you try to make sure that you do your best to do so. And you're not going to make everyone happy, but, um, you know, I, I do try my best, but, you know, unfortunately sometimes it, it does get a bit bright. And yeah, admittedly, I, I, you know, but, I, I do Sometimes I'm like, damn it. That, that was a little much. You nah, know? Like, but you know, I think, I think, bro, yeah. like, I think that was a learning process because I think it was like, uh, it was like, oh, well, this is the next chapter of Gaslight. Like, we need to have, like, visuals, and, like, we need to really make this concert ticket worth the price. And, like, having a light show just adds to that. Like, having that... And, like, yeah, it's like, yo, you know, there's going to be mistakes along the way, and there's going to be, like, not mistakes, but there's going to be, like, miscalculations to where, like, again, not everybody's going to be happy, but I think at the end of the day, like... I think those shows looked fucking insane, like straight up. Like, oh, so, thanks, man. I mean, you know, I mean, but it was that, that was also a crazy time for the band because we had a we had a tour manager that we're not going to mention. That was uh, that was wild, man. That was you came in at a wild time in that whole thing. <laughs> you came in at it was a, a wild. Crazy it was a wild time. time in everyone's lives. I think. It was, you know, oh uh, God! It, it, it was. It, it was um, yeah. 
it was, but it was an honor to be, a, to be a part of it though. Honestly, it was, you know, a, a unique time, you know, and getting to know, you know, new people in, in that moment, I feel like you get to really know the, you know, there's no like putting up walls. Like this is us right now. No, nah, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is it. I'm like, this is awesome. It's like, everybody is like, you know, we could understand and we're like, okay. Yeah. Like you get it without saying it. Hey, do you guys like Pilsners? Do you like IPAs? Do you like stouts? Do you like beer in general? If yes, then we have the place for you. Be sure to visit DecadentAles.com to browse their current selection available for pickup and shipping. And make sure to use the code STORIES for 10% off your order. That's S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S for 10% off your order. They currently ship to 10 states plus Washington, D.C. Or you can visit their tap room located in Mamaroneck, New York, a short 30-minute train ride from New York City. Once again, that code is STORIES, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S, and follow Decadent Ales on Instagram. You came in at the time, you came in at the time where every, where like Brian was like, yeah, this is, this is the divorce album. Like, hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. And everybody else was going through their own, dude. And that's not, I mean, yeah, this is not something that like is any secret. Like anybody that is listening to this as a Gaslight fan knows that Get Hurt was the divorce record. And that's, that's as much as I'll say about that. But yeah, man, for you to come in though, and like, kind of like do your thing the way you did that on that level and on the level of like, also like, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Like we I mean, full disclosure, we fired a tour manager two weeks into that tour because for reasons I'm not going to mention, but whatever. And, you know, it was one of those things to where like me and Joe were the longest standing crew members at that point. So we kind of like took over the reins for a minute and we hated it. (laughs) Me and Joe were like, (laughs) I don't want to be in charge. Fuck this. (laughs) And I'll never forget. There was one night where like Joe was like throwing water bottles into the fucking drawer, you know, because if if you've toured before, you know how this goes. Water bottles go in the drawers underneath the seats in the front fucking lounge. If you don't tour, you have no idea what we're talking about. But if you tour, (laughs) you know exactly what we're talking about. So there was one day where, you know, our current, our tour manager at the time was like just being a waste of space as usual. And me and Joe had to kind of like step up and fucking take care of shit. And he, I remember there was one night he brought the case, he brought like two cases of waters back to the bus and he's fucking like winging them into the fucking drawers, like throwing them because he's so mad. And fucking Fallon's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you so mad? And then it was me and Joe being like, this is why we're fucking mad. This motherfucker, fuck him. We got to fire him. He's the fucking worst. And then, you know, sure enough, I mean, like the next day it was like later, like you're out, like peace. And then, you know, and the rest of that tour was fucking great after that. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, when Kyle came on, right? That yes, was, yeah, that, Preppy, yeah. Preppy came yeah. on. Yeah, Preppy was like, but he was <laughs> another one of my like, where I was like, yo, I got a guy. He's he's good. He wears a suit. He kind of looks like a nutsack, but you know, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, we he's good. He's he knows what he's doing. And they were like, at, at that point, it was like, I don't care. Like, your left foot could tour manage this. Like, let's just fucking make it work. You know, so, mm-hmm. and then it, dude, and then, I mean like the rest of the year, the rest of that cycle was like amazing because of, because of the crew. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Kyle, Kyle's a great TM. So yeah, it was, yeah. it was, uh, it was nice to work with him too. Yeah. And I, and I see him randomly too. Just like, you know, when I would see you, I'd see him randomly here and there, like whether it comes through house of blues in Boston mm-hmm. or if it'd be on the road. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I mean like, fuck dude. Like we've like, yeah, like that. Yeah, that tour was cool as fuck because, like, you know, and then we went to Europe right after that, and, like, that was fucking, that was a whole other, like, thing because, Mm -hmm. like, you know, 
uh, Levine had to stay home for to take care of his own shit. And like, you know, I mean, yeah, you remember that. Like Brad, Brad was playing guitar <laughs> during that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, and that's it's it's so funny because like you were just like a bystander. You were just like, okay, <laughs> you're you're kind of like a bystander during all this crazy shit that's happening right now in our life. And don't worry, it's okay. Like we're gonna. I didn't think this. anything of it. I yeah, mean, honestly, you didn't give a shit. Just, yeah, no, no. I was I mean, as long as everyone was, you know, I mean, we're all here for each other, right? I mean, but I was like, well, I don't know them, you know, but I'm here. You yeah, know, I'm just I'm you know happy to work with everybody and um getting to know everybody you know that was um i mean just like our conversations here i mean it just kind of goes to show you um you know you know how close we all got on the tour too you know so like i was saying like when the walls are kind of down you get to you know see certain people a certain way and you're like man okay and yeah. you know we're still around you know talking to each other and chatting and checking in you know yeah man i mean like 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 i said man we were all going through our own shit at that time like you know like it, and, and and I won't go into detail with anybody else's stuff, but I was definitely going through my own shit at that point. And like, you know, it's like, you know, it's just, it's just hopefully you don't deal with your own shit in like negative ways and you can hopefully like, you know, manifest it in like positive ways and just be, yeah. you know, just, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. If you're hurting, like don't, don't do damage to anybody else. Right. Along the oh, way. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, and, and I think we all kind of did all right with that, you know? <laughs> mm. Yeah. So. I mean, it's tough, though. I mean, it really is. I mean, you're away from, you know, your home base, mm. you know, and, you know, your road family is as close as you can get to it for, you know, for a lot of time, you know? Mm. Yeah, man, it is. And like, but that's the thing. It's like with the road family, it's like there's always going to be like one or two people that you can like rely on like 100%. And oh, totally. Yeah. I've kind of learned it's not, that. It's not always going to be a, you know, a bus of harmony, you know, it's not always going to be no, that, but yeah, you're no. totally, you're totally, you're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. Like sure. the harmony, like it's not going to happen all the time. Like, I mean, right. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, even when I think about the big four, you know, Silverstein, Manchester, Gaslight and, uh, Andrew McMahon, I think Manchester is like the only one that I can think of that like, has been mostly harmonious the whole time. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like me and Andy have gotten into it because like, we're like brothers and like, it's like, just like, we're like the brothers that are like, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, what's that scene from like the Looney Tunes cartoons, like where like the Tasmanian devil like fights with somebody and then like, whatever. It's like, me and Andy are like that <laughs> to where it's like, ah, like fuck. And then it's like, oh no, nobody else can talk to either of us the way we talk to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like to where it's like, no, no, right. no, like, right. no, like we're safe. Like, no, like, get out of here. <laughs> but it's like, right. we could talk to each other however we want, you know, like totally. Mm -hmm. And I think that's good, man. I think that's like a good thing to have of like a good respect for like that boundary of like, yo, like, yeah, like, here's this yeah this is how we roll you know <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah so what is dude what's your favorite festival because like as a ld Ooh. like yeah mm. man you got you you there's a lot of different factors that go into that than it does for me so yeah let's let's hear about that mm -hmm. uh my favorite festival probably would be rock'em park um just because of how it's run and um just everything you know how they take care of the artists you know and the and the crews and uh just the layout of everything and you know it uh you know the historical significance obviously you know when you when you go there you you take a moment you know a few moments to kind of think uh, a lot about other things too you know like if you're having a day on the road you kind of go through a festival like that yeah you're having a good time but you reflect uh, i feel you know when you go through stuff you know, that the grounds, you know, have gone, you know, that happened there. And, um, but, you know, as far as festivals go, it's just run so well and just the complex they have there and the infrastructure they have set up. And it's like right on, you know, you know, some water and everything. And so it's, um, it's, it's a cool festival to, to, to go through. Yeah. That's dope. I like, I love that festival, but what's, what's yeah. the festival we did together in Finland? Because, uh, uh, it's like something on the beach and I think that was like 2000 
It was between the years of 2010 and 2015. That's that's all I know. That's, that's I have drawn a blank on that one. Yeah, it's the one where like we had to fly out to it and like it was in Finland and like literally like it was on a beach and there was two stages and they were across the beach from each other like Queens of the Stone Age played Oh my god. I don't why don't I remember this? I don't uh, remember it. Ah fuck. It was it had to be like 2012 or 13 I think. But I remember it was so funny because there was one night we all stayed at the same hotel as you do at these festivals. Like the bands yeah. all stay at the same hotel. And there was one night we were, we were outside the hotel and I was talking to like Jack and Alex and you know, Jack and Alex are like, you know, the, the forefront of all time low, like they're the recognizable faces. And I remember like we were talking outside, having our own conversation and then like, and like, Every band was hanging out, like all the bands were there. Like a day to remember was there, like there was tons of bands there. Like and I remember like I'm talking to Alex and Jack and all of a sudden I'm like, What's this commotion? Like there's a lot of people like crowding around this area that that I don't know. And it was all a bunch of fans that saw Ian from um uh Billy Talent. And Billy Talon apparently is like massive in Finland. And it was like, they were like taking photos. They, they didn't give a shit about a data remember or all time low or any other band that was there. They wanted to talk to Ian from Billy Talon. And I was like, that's so, and like, and I remember like seeing Alex and Jack be like, like kind of like, not like, not a sense of relief, but kind of like a sense of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like we're good. Yeah, they don't give a shit about all time low. They they care about Billy Talon. All right, cool. Yeah, we're we're here doing our thing, you know. So right, right. You know that's that's kind of the beauty of like just different countries because like it's not the same everywhere, you know. Like in America, it's like yeah, you know, somebody who's famous as fuck here is 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 not shit anywhere else, mm. you know. So right, yeah, it's kind of cool like seeing that and like getting that perspective. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Um, when I toured with the Click Five, just to relate to that, um, I, I didn't realize, I mean, how big they were over there. Like, it was like they were doing like sold out arenas just by themselves, no support. And it was, it, they did the, the Thrill in Manila by themselves. No, no openers sold out. What and, the and fuck? I was, yeah. That's, and then like when I landed, and this is no joke, when uh, they're driving the, when the, um, when they picked us up at the airport, on the way to the hotel, there was, you know, sides of buildings, just massive posters of them. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, my buddy Dave wasn't kidding. He's like, dude, it's going to blow your mind how huge they are in Southeast Asia. I was like, okay, okay, cool. I was like, okay, cool. I was ready for it. But like, I didn't realize it was like huge, but it was, it was fucking God, awesome. Yeah. Dude. yeah. It was great. Dude, that's so. But yeah, sick. they got they got swarmed over there, and I, it was just a whole nother. It was like the Beatles, like, what I would assume it, the Beatles, like based on video I've seen. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, or you know, I, I felt like that's cl as close as I've ever seen to it um, over there with them. Wow, dude, and like, so wait, how did you get into how how did you transition to Pierce the Veil? Like, how did that happen? Pierce the Veil, it was um, when uh, All Time Low and Pierce the Veil did a co-headlining uh, tour together. I, I believe it was the Spring Fever tour, but I apologize if I got that one wrong. Um, but there was a co-headlining tour, and uh, at the time, Pierce the Veil had their own LD. Um, and it, it worked out where um, All Time Low was basically going to be taking a year off to write um, and really not tour. Um, and I saw so basically I had a whole year open for the first time in a while. And it just so happens that um, Pierce the Veil's, excuse me, uh, their Misadventures album was was coming out and they were looking for an LD. Um, so they, they hit me up and then they're like, because I got to know them on, on the co-headlining tour. Um, and we had a few days off and everything and I, you know, and it just kind of uh, worked out where they're like, well, let's see if makers available. And it worked out where they brought me on for the whole album cycle. And it, it just, I just had, had the whole year off and I was able to get really close with those dudes as well. I mean, that was, it was really, 
they're really good dudes to tour with. Yeah, they're dude. They're they're and and yeah. they've worked their asses off. Like those guys, they really have. Yeah, fuck man. Yeah. Pierce the Veil has been Absolutely. around forever, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're another band like All Time Low and like you know. Yeah, like Silverstein and like Gaslight Anthem, who like just got by like grinding and like doing their fucking shit. Like, and you know, I mean, we were like spectators to that, like to the hard work of like, wow, like it's paying off, you know? Absolutely. Um, with um, with Pierce the Veil, um, when I toured with them, they um, they were very involved, which was really cool. Um, in you know, the set pieces and the design of them. And they're very, very hands-on when it comes to how they want to be, you know, like with the set pieces on stage or, or certain vibes, which I love. I love getting, you know, feedback like that. Cause I want to get the show perfect, you yeah. know, but getting that kind of feedback, they loved, you know, doing that sort of a thing. So attention to detail with, with that misadventures run was, you know, always, always something that um, I was aware of, obviously um, with, with, uh, with all touring, but they were really, um, really on top of it. And in like, a good way. So with with the lighting design, like have have you ever had a situation like where you've had to be like, okay, look, I know more than you know. Like, just listen to me. Like, stop. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Well, like, what do you mean with anybody? Uh, uh, I mean, you don't. Have to oh, like with an artist or yeah, with... yeah, yeah, like with an artist or a manager to where it's like they push they push back on certain things, and you're like, look, like this is the logical way. Like, this is how it's going to, it's not going to work any other way. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. like, have you ever had that? You don't have to mention names, but like, have you had Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. To where you had to like fight for like, all right, no, I'm right. You're (laughs) wrong. There's no other way. Um, I'd, I'd have to think that as if it's happened, it doesn't happen often. Um, uh, I've been fortunate enough. I feel for artists to trust me. Uh Um, but, um, I do like when the artist is involved for sure, but I I'll be like, well, this is what I think. If you're looking for this specific thing, here's what I think would work best for that. You know, but you know, people still, you know, you know, eat McDonald's when, you know, it's not good for you. You know, no one's going (laughs) to take good advice all the time. You know, so it's like you can tell them what's good. You know, what's good, but yeah. sometimes it's like I want this specific thing right now. I'm like, okay, you're the you're the boss. I mean, yeah, it's their it's right. their money. Yeah, it's the, they're paying for the gear. I mean, they're hiring me to you know to be their LD uh, to do the job. And if they want it done a specific way, I could be like, well, this is how I think it would work best. But if this is the way you want it done specifically, you're the boss, and I'll just be like, here's that's their decision. If it's yeah. like you know not a good decision, they could you know tell me about it but I, I honestly i don't really remember many scenarios like that well dude yeah let's wrap this up because we have uh, we have so much yeah. to talk about that we didn't talk about tonight but we're gonna do it next time oh for yeah sure. oh, but, well next time yeah but we're, yeah, we're thanks for uh, having me man i appreciate yeah, it thanks dude, for taking the time dude thank you man well yo have a great night and fuck man we'll see each other we'll see each other sooner rather than later i think <laughs> I have a feeling. Awesome, man. Yeah, I have All a right. feeling. We'll see you I later. I feeling it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Be good. I'll see you. All right, sure. man. Peace out. See you soon. All right, man. I'll see you. Stories, an all-access podcast, is hosted by me, Danny Del Donuts. It is produced by Kenneth Fletcher. Our theme music is Storms by Personnel. Learn more about what we are doing for the touring community at stories.net. That's stories.net, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S dot net.